Welcome to the Real Voices Podcast, where we explore the personal journeys of real estate professionals through their own unique challenges and successes. Real Voices is brought to you by Equitable Title and Escrow, providing a better approach to title and escrow through team support and innovative services. Welcome, welcome to another great episode. We have another great guest with us. We have Christian Wangsgard. Right. Wayne's guard. All right. Got that down right. Hey, appreciate you coming on with us today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So we were chatting a little bit off camera for a bit. Um, you're telling me that you started off part time in the industry, um, but jumped in full time. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about, first of all, who you're with, um, what agency you're with. And um, tell me about why you started off part time. Well, so I'm with HomeSmart Realty and I'm also with a team called the Madrano Group. Okay. And... So I'm originally from Utah. I moved down here for the food industry. Basically, I was a restaurant developer. And um, and yeah, I I just wanted to be in restaurants my whole life because I thought, hey, get free food. (laughs) I thought that would just be awesome, just getting free food all the time. Um, Turned out to be just crazy, crazy hours. Uh, Just working from four in the morning because I worked with a bakery and a cafe and yeah we we're just working from like four in the morning you know not getting off work till eight o'clock at night and it was wow. just horrible wow. um was there for a few years and then uh, my wife and i we got out of it both went to state farm and you know i just wanted to do something more with my life and uh, my wife's aunt and uncle uh the real estate agents and they said you think you'd be a great real estate agent you should give it a try and so i did and uh but i didn't you know, it was just scary getting into real estate, just doing something that is your own business. And, um, and so, yeah, I was working at state farm, the total loss, and then part-time being a real estate agent. And it was just the, really the only times I could work were on the weekends. And, you know, I was nervous for whenever that time did come where I had a client and they wanted to see homes during my work hours and being, you know, telling them no, or having to get work off. And so, you know, we just, you know, decide, Hey, let's give it a try you know, summer comes, let's just have me go full force into real estate. And so, so yeah, for about six months, I was just a half part-time real estate agent. And then right after that, full-time real estate agent. And just during that time, I was door knocking. I was holding open houses and I was knocking the homes in that area and, you know, talking to people. And um, I got a lot of clients that way. I was sending a bunch of people to a specific lender and, um, with all the success and all the people that I was sending him, he's like, Hey, there's this team that I work with, you know, they're looking for people. Would you be interested in joining their team? And I was like, you know, I was really wanting to do it myself because my aunt and uncle, they do it by themselves. And so I was like, you know, I don't want to give away my commission or anything like that. I was just like, you know, I don't really want to, but I was like, but I don't know what to do with the client once I get one, (laughs) you know, and that was really scary when that time came. And so I was like, yeah, let me talk with them, spoke with them. And, uh, with my team lead LSR and you know it just made sense for okay, me sense. To, to join a team and, and yeah it's just really I was from you know not working with any clients and just sending people to a lender and then all of a sudden I'm just you know closing deals that can happen <laughs> okay so you've been on the team for about four years then for four okay. years yeah so what's kept you on the team I know what brought you to so what what keeps you on the, the team dynamic and make, have you haven't gone yeah on your own? well because I'm still growing as a real estate agent. So, you know, still, you know, being in the industry for four years, I am getting a lot of experience, but having that team atmosphere, like, you know, there's people on my team that are very referral based and they want to do events. And 
with me, I'm, I'm very scared to do events. Um, you know, we're going to be doing like a, a movie theater event for our clients really soon. Right. And I think if I was by myself as a real estate agent, I would not have done that. Like, and I wouldn't even thought to do that. Makes sense. Um, and then just small ideas that I have, you know, having that team atmosphere, they give me ideas. And so I've actually grown so much faster by being on a team than just trying to do it by myself. And then, you know, the, the deals that my teammates are closing, I'm learning for, from their, the issues that they're going through on their deals so that when something happens on my deal, you know, it's not this worry of what do I do? It's, Hey, this person's gone through it. This is how they dealt with it. And so, you know, it's just a lot less stress being on a team. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, so do you feel like you found your forever career? You feel like you're definitely, this is it. <laughs> this is it. I mean, really like, you know, each year I'm always scared that I'm going <laughs> to like, for some reason, like it's going to get worse. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to produce the same type of numbers yeah. as the year prior, you know, the current year. And, but just every year I've been able to stay consistent. And now I'm getting to the point in my career where I'm not cha- always having to chase that next deal. Yeah. I'm having now return clients come to me and they're like, hey, I'm looking to sell my house and buy another home. And so, you know, it, it's been a little bit easier. So yeah, those first few years are, are a struggle, yeah. but now I'm getting to the point where it's becoming a lot easier and I'm able to have those returning clients, which has been great. Man, it makes sense. You know, this, the thought is, is that if you can do it for the, if you can make it for the three years, it's the, usually that fourth year where you start seeing the return, the return clients and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, I want to talk a, a briefly about the return clients. Um, some of the things I talk about with, with brand new agents um, is to actually distinguish yourself about early on on who you want to work with because three or four years later, those people will come back to you, right? Mm-hmm. So just talk to me a little bit. The, the clients that you worked with in the beginning, are there still those same clients that you're chasing now? Have, your, have you changed up a little bit? Your, who, you, who you target, has that changed at all? I mean, a lot of the time at the very beginning, I was working with first-time homebuyers because there are people that I knocked on the door mm-hmm. and... And I knocked on a lot of rentals just because I felt like, so I'd knock on rental complexes. And so, because I just figured, hey, these are people that don't want to stay renting forever. They might want to buy a house eventually. And so I targeted them. And so at first I was targeting first-time home buyers. And then just as the years gone, gone on, I then, you know, I knew how to work with buyers. I knew what the the contract and, uh, and it just, I knew how everything worked and I'm like, Hey, I want to grow. And I want to work with um, sellers. And so I started working with for sell by owners and contacting them and reaching out to them and seeing what I could do to help them. And then just slowly knowing the people that I know, I would send them, you know, comps on their own being like, Hey, just want to let you know um, your home's worth this much in this market. If you're thinking about buying or selling, please reach out to me. And so I kind of got into that direction where I am, I used to focus my attention on just on buyers and find and do, holding open houses and finding buyers that way. Now I'm more geared towards looking for sellers who are looking to sell their home. And luckily those return clients that per, that purchased, you know, a few years ago, they're now looking to sell. So it's made it easier to where right. I'm able to now learn the selling side of the business, which I now got and I now understand that. So it's just, you know, as you stay in the business, you just keep learning more and more and more, Um, you know, starting it real estate. It just seems all like overwhelming. But, you know, 
I think it's that natural progression of working with buyers first, right. and then you start understanding how to work with sellers because your return buyers are coming back to sell. Makes sense. Makes sense. Thank you. Appreciate it. So I wanted to go back. You say you, you moved here from Utah um, a few years ago, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you guys choose Arizona compared to all of the other states in America, right? <laughs> right. So so they were only developing restaurants in okay. Arizona okay. at the time. So they're like, hey, this is our next spot. So they were, you know, this cafe was growing big in Utah. And then they're like, hey, we're not going to build any more stores in Utah. We're going to now develop them in Arizona. And yeah. so... You know, at that time, I was like, you know, I was kind of free. I was by myself. I was like, yeah, I'll move to Arizona. It's not too far away and moved down here. And just I was opening like all the restaurants down here in Arizona. So I was going from I started in uh, Ahwatukee. Then I went to Surprise and then Avondale and Chandler. I, I was moving all across the valley to help these stores open up to where I then um was I had a store in Scottsdale, which I ran and managed um, for for a few years, and um, just it was just it got to be right. too much, you know. I you know my family life, like if I was still working there, I would hardly see my wife right. and my kid, you know. Right. Wow, that's yeah. So I guess when I'm thinking about that, because you're like, yeah, I was working basically eight eight four in the morning to eight at night yeah um has has your schedule changed at all with that are you still working those kind of are you up <laughs> at four in the morning if you need to how, how's that working no, out with luckily you? <laughs> no i'm not i don't have to be up that early um you know we do have later nights um but it's every once in a while it's not every single day um and then also i'm working with people who are excited to buy their home <laughs> luckily my clients have been going through really good situations where they haven't had to have too many stresses um but with running a store in scottsdale i was always dealing with people calling out so i'd be i'd work my you know my four to four shift and then somebody calling out and saying hey i can't come in so i'm like okay we'll have to cover and so i'd have to work the entire night until eight o'clock and then have to wake up four in the morning the next day and that was horrible so now my schedule is you know showing people showing clients their homes um and that's enjoyable because i love looking at new homes it's really interesting to see you know what people do to their homes and um and then just seeing the excitement on my client's face when they found the house you know they're excited they're like this is it and then just you know talking with the listing agent seeing what we can do to make it work and so it's really fun uh being a real estate agent working with people who are excited to buy their first home cool cool thank you um so just thinking about your your childhood the way you were raised it sounds like you're obviously your aunt and uncle were uh, at least a good part of your career choices um as a kid who who did you look up to who was that for you oh wow (laughs) um i mean i played basketball growing up and so Really, like, I, you know, Utah Jazz fan all the way, so I love Stockton Malone, so I just followed them religiously. I had their posters up in my bedroom, and so, you know, basically I was really into sports. Um, those are the people I, I looked up to, really. Right. Just, uh, I just, you know, I, I played the power forward, and Carl Malone was a power forward, and so I just idolized him. I was always getting posters of him, and, you know, that's who I I followed and who I who I really um, you know wanted to be like. Cool, um, cool. Did you talk in the third person as as Malone did? <laughs> I did. I was I was always number thirty two playing <laughs> basketball, and you know I you know it was just 
I, I just idolized him a lot. Cool. cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, um, I guess in in that in that upbringing and, and looking to him, did you did you feel like you'd be a, a basketball star, or what? What did that look like? For I always you? I always hoped I'd be a basketball star. Um, and then in just in high school, just you know, I was I was playing the center, the power forward in high school. I played high school ball, um, but man, that's tough on your body. Like I know NBA, they play like those long seasons. Right. I was just playing high school ball, and I was thinking that season was long. I was like, my legs were dead. And after that, I was like, uh, I don't want to be doing something <laughs> where I'm so tired, where I'm just, I was unhappy, you know. Um, so I did love playing basketball, and I really miss, I really miss that competitive, you know, nature of, of playing ball. But I play once a week, um, and so I'm able to, you know, still play. But, you know, I, I definitely, that was one of the, you know, happiest times when I was playing ball in high school and you know our, luckily our team was doing pretty well that cool. season so <laughs> did you get to do much in college at all do you didn't do much in college went to college you know I had colleges look at me um they were just saying you know he's he's very competitive he's very aggressive he's just not tall enough <laughs> and I don't think my uh, ball skills were good enough to really <laughs> be playing wing or anything okay. you know so I just figured you know what I guess I'm done. <laughs> Welcome to my world. I'm not right. tall enough. Yeah, I get right. that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you. Um, so just coming back to, to your to your role in the industry, um, just thinking about the things that you had to deal with at the at the store, right? Dealing with customers, with your employees. Um, what are some things, the tools you think you've taken that helps you in, in your current position? Well, you know, it's really because I was moving from store to store into different cities. And so I was really able to see, you know, the good areas and the bad areas I was living in, you know, because I had a they're having me rent different apartments all over. The, the, I was I had three rental units at one time. At the time, I didn't know I could ask for help from that. But I was I had three rental units that I was renting from that I didn't tell them about. And so that was stressful. But because I lived in different areas all over the valley, I really got to know the areas, you know, when you know, my wife, she grew up in Ahwatukee and okay. I ask her now, I'm like, oh, well, you know, what are some good places to go to? And she doesn't really know because, you know, she just kind of lived in her Ahwatukee bubble. That's like all that she, you know, she didn't drive around the entire valley. And so I feel like that has helped me really understand the area for my clients being like, so what are good areas to buy? What are the up and coming? Like I'm able, I, I know my way around um, the valley. And so I think that's, with that, that's really helped me understand the housing yeah. market and you know where the good houses are and what areas to maybe potentially stay away from. Right. That's, a, that's crucial. Some agents don't know that. So mm-hmm. cool. That's, that's great. So you said your wife is in the Ahwatukee bubble. Mm-hmm. How did you guys meet then? How, where did you, where did you so meet? yeah, she, she graduated for you from U of A. Okay. And she was planning to move to California. She was wanting to make a uh, uh, was wanting to make some money before she went out there, and so she got a part time job at this bakery okay. and cafe where I met her, and she fell in love, and I was able to convince her to <laughs> not go to California and to stay here, and and you know she she uh, you know grew up within the the ranks of that uh, restaurant industry, okay. and she became a trainer and she was putting in those large long hours like me and you know we wanted to start a family and we were just like yeah we can't raise a family with us being gone this much and so we had to make a decision just you know start something new so appreciate that thank you 
yeah, family, man. It's a those issues that we have to always be juggling and addressing. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we tend to be too too much on the end of success and outside the outside right. of the family and not mm-hmm. really paying attention. So, thank you. Appreciate you sharing that. Um, so, I guess I will ask you, what do you what do you feel like you're most proud of in your in your life, your short life? My short <laughs> life. Well, you know, with family life, I'm really proud of the way that my wife and raise our, and I are raising our daughter Lucy. Um, she is just so happy and she makes our lives so good. Like just now she's starting to understand the holidays. So it just started Halloween. She was running from house to house screaming because she was so excited to tell everyone happy Halloween and trick or treating. And, you know, she was just so excited. And just this last week we were in the mall walking around. She just saw Santa. She was not afraid. She ran to him (laughs) and you know, and we're like, Lucy, wait, wait. And, but no, she just sat right next to him and was telling him, I want, you know, Daniel Tiger jammies. And she was like <laughs> telling him everything. And it was just, I'm grateful that she's just so, she's not scared of anything. She's just willing to, and she's just like so excited about, cause she just had a birthday as well. She just turned three. She's just excited about the holidays. And so it's made the holiday, holiday season just so much better it's cool. it, it hasn't been feeling like christmas for with for me for a while especially coming from utah to arizona you don't have the snow during the holiday <laughs> yeah. time and i was just like this doesn't even feel like christmas it feels amazing out here right. and i love the weather down here but just during the christmas time i'd love to have some snow but having that you know lucy's joy of the holidays have just really made everything so excited um with business you know what i'm working on right now you know I do a lot of social media posts recently. I make a lot of videos. Before that, I was so nervous to do that. Like I do, you know, hot picks of the week. I do, you know, if you didn't know, now you know in real estate, you know, I do my top five things to do in Arizona this month. Um, And I'm now currently making a a parody on Squid Games for real estate version. So I'm doing a lot of social media content right now, which I was terrified. I didn't like doing it, but I just felt like, you know, this is my next step to help me grow as a real estate agent and to have, have my sphere know me as an expert in real estate um, and just putting myself out there and having me overcome that hurdle um, has just been really exciting for me. Cool. I just feel like it's now opened up more doors that I didn't have because I was scared <laughs> to do it, you know. When, when did you feel like you, you went from the fear to I'm actually enjoying this? When, what was that? It was my first video, ah. knowing how well it turned out. Okay. I was like, oh, wow, I can. Oh, well, so I did, a, I did, you know, a video in front of a green screen um, at one of our lenders like a lot, like maybe a year and a half ago. And I did horrible. And so I just <laughs> I was, you know, I was reading the teleprompter. I was just doing really bad. And even they kind of said like, oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like I just really couldn't do it. And so I really had to do things by myself. And so, you know, I got the the stuff necessary. And I, you know, started posting about two months ago, like okay. having video, um, um, doing videos by myself. And that's, what's helped me is being able to do it by myself and not having somebody in the room with me watching me fumble over my words. Cause then <laughs> once they see me fumble over my words, then I get nervous even more. Um, so when I started doing that first video and how excited my team was for me, like, this is a really good video and giving me pointers on what I could do differently um, it's just really brought a lot of confidence and I've, and now that I'm doing it, I've been coming up with more and more ideas of what I can do 
to bring knowledge to the people that I know about the real estate age industry, about what's going on in the market and different things that I could just provide for them to, you know, help them know about things in Arizona, yeah. you know. It's, it's interesting how that works, right? Just once, once you get going, it, mm-hmm. it feels good. It's, it's not too bad. Yeah. Don't feel bad about the teleprompter. These guys could tell you I'm terrible at that thing. Man. <laughs> I, 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 you can tell that I'm reading. <laughs> like, I'm a, I like to freestyle, so that's mm-hmm. my thing. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate you sharing that. It's a, I, I, that's something that I try and, and um, help with realtors with is like, you gotta be on video. It's just, mm-hmm. it is what it is today. So yeah, it's what you look like. It's what we see. Exactly. So okay. That's one thing I wasn't doing with my business was I wasn't putting a face to the house. Yeah. <laughs> so people might've seen that I, that somebody's been selling homes and if they really took a good look, then they might know that it's me. But I was just doing like, Oh, home sold without yeah. my face. And now everything i'm making sure that i have my face yeah. and the name so that they just always remember if they have any real estate needs that i'm there or they have me in mind right. because i keep seeing my posts or they keep seeing my videos yeah i think we forget that we're hardwired to remember faces over anything else mm-hmm. right that's what we're so great i appreciate that uh do you do you read much I wish that I did. Okay. I don't. <laughs> okay, well, I, I get that. I grew. Up, I didn't grow up reading, um, but I, I picked it up a little bit later in life. Um, but it, it has to be something I'm interested in. Obviously, I'm just not going to be like, eh, not yeah, that kind of. A I reader. watch a lot of YouTube videos okay. about what's going on. Just I, you know, I I do follow people on YouTube. You know, all the information that they give, and that has re- really helped me with my videos as well. So yes, I don't read, but right. I'm watching real time videos of current market right. education, education and so it's helped me to help my clients as well when they had, when they have questions and so that's helped me makes sense makes sense well we have all read before so oh i like to ask like is there something you've read in your life that wow touched you something that yeah, could have been any anytime anything that like man that's that was that reached me um mostly it's just been real estate books i mean okay. i have i have read one and it's just given me a different mindset of this is what I could do. I forget what it's called, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but it, it gave me ideas of being like, you know, if I have a client that's interested in a particular property, like this is it, then what, what the book said to do was to just go to that neighborhood and knock on doors and say, Hey, I've got a buyer that's interested in your kind of property. Are you interested in selling that way? I can have a buyer and potential seller right, right away. Right. And so, that I'd never thought of before. And once I did that, it was very successful being like, hey, I have a client right now that's interested in your specific property and willing to get, get under contract today. Have you thought about selling? And then if they don't, they now have my contact information. I have their contact information to keep reaching out to them and give them market updates on their home. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate it. Well, I appreciate you coming on. It's been great chatting with you. Um, I, before I let you go, though, you know, you have a little family there and your wife. So um, I like to ask, you know, is there something that you, you harp on with them, something that you're trying to drill into your motto, whatever that is? What would that be? Uh, I guess right now it's been on my mind a lot is do what makes you uncomfortable okay. because you're going to grow from it. And that's what I've seen. And the things that make you uncomfortable, you're then going to become an expert at it and you're and then you can then tackle that next thing. And so, you know, tackling the things that are a struggle for you, you're going to continue to grow and then it's not going to be a struggle for you anymore. And then you're going to have a new hurdle to get over and then you're just going to keep climbing. And so just 
do the hard thing, I guess. Cool. That's probably going to be the title yeah. of the episode right there. <laughs> that, we got it, right? That's good. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been great chatting with you. Um, where can people find you at? Where, where, where can they find you? Um, well, they can see find me on Facebook, Christian Burns Wayne's Guard, or they can find me out on Instagram, um, AZ underscore Realtor underscore Chris. Um, they can find me there. But yeah, you, and also YouTube. Okay. Um, don't know what that is, <laughs> but I know I have a YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, Christian Type Wayne's Guard probably. Type yeah, just name. Christian Wayne's Guard. But yeah, I've got content that I coming out. I come out with weekly. Um, some type of video. Um, recently, I did, you know, what's going, the problems that are happening with Zillow and how that relates to the Arizona market. Um, each month, I do my top five things um, that I like to do in November or in Arizona this November, and then just just market updates. I give that each each month, and so just each week, I'm coming out with a with new material. Cool, awesome. What about a phone number? Yep, telephone number is eight zero one three eight eight zero one nine four. Or you could email me at christian at themadronogroup.com. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.